Hey, welcome back. TechLate here. Now, I keep getting asked this question, how do I learn to code as people try to switch into the field of software engineering for the big bucks? And I wanted to answer this question for you once and for all. In fact, one good question to ask any senior software engineer is whether they would recommend their children to get into coding. And you may be surprised at the answer given how senior software engineers are getting paid $500,000 per year working at Facebook. Quick pause. Money. Maybe that's why you want to be a software engineer. If so, sign up for techinterviewpro.com for ex-Google, ex-Facebook software engineer coaching. $250,000 starting salary in which you can get up to $600,000, which is what I was making over at Facebook as a senior software engineer. You know, it's not the worst thing in the world. It worked for me. And one thing I realized is that you have to be intentional in your life choices. Figure out where you want to go and reverse engineer the path to get there. And that may mean signing up for techinterviewpro.com. If you just go with the flow, let other people make decisions for you in your life, do whatever is convenient, you're not going to get very far. You have to actively invest in yourself. So check it out. Could change your life. Could be the best investment you've ever made. We've already helped a number of students land dream jobs at Fang. So there'll be a link in the description below. Working at Facebook, they get cushy offices. They have smart colleagues and they even have five flavors of coffee, two types of bacon in the morning and in fact you may think this sounds like a dream job and it is and yeah it was me oh yeah you better believe it i lived your dream but the thing is this dream may not exist anymore for a lot of people out there it's kind of like imagining that you live in california and now california has turned into this total barren wasteland of social justice warriors and communists just hypothetically and the problem is now you hear all these other people saying they actually want to come to california because they have this image in their head where they saw some old 1990s reruns of big houses beautiful people swimming pools whereas in fact it's mostly just a homeless shanty town oh and by the way the only reason i'm still in california is because I just love my parents so much. But I wanted to talk about the barren wasteland that is programming. The landscape has changed over the past 10 or 20 years and most of the narratives surrounding coding about some whiz kid coder who programmed in his garage and made it big as a tech CEO like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, or some app entrepreneur such as myself, these stories are just becoming much more rare today, especially with the low code, no code movement in which anybody in the world can deploy a website with the click of a button and scale it up to millions of users automatically. Whereas in the past, you know, just to even be able to get a website online required a certain amount of skill, dedication, and if you could do it, it would be quite an accomplishment. And there wasn't that much saturation. In fact, the act of simply launching an iPhone app, like a fart app, if you remember those, would garner you a million downloads right away. So the fact is in this day and age with so many online tools and platforms, you don't necessarily need to know how to code yourself if you want to launch your internet business or online web startup. Or for a bit of custom code, you can always outsource that or find some contractor and this trend will only continue. And so when someone comes to me and says they want to be a programmer, I imagine them working a 60K job in a dusty old room with no windows, kind of hot. And there's just a bunch of computer nerds around them and they're messing around with Linux, fixing some bugs on some web backend maybe. And it's not going to be very glamorous work. And I'm just wondering if this is the image that they see or are they imagining a big house, beautiful women, a swimming pool as they have their laptop out coding HTML. See, the thing is, with the rise of machine learning and artificial intelligence, coding has just become a very brain-dead skill. 
you don't need to write algorithms or data structures anymore. You don't need to reverse some linked list. You just send all of your inputs into a machine learning algorithm, which is going to reverse that linked list for you and output the results with a 98% probability that's going to be right. And so data has become code obsoleting a lot of the job functions that programmers used to have. And if you think about it, this kind of applies to mathematics as well, because we used to come up with mathematical formulas to try to explain the world. But when everything is machine learning, is there a formula for the result of a machine learning algorithm? Probably not, or at least it would be even a different formula for each person based on their likes and dislikes in order to give them some personalized feed recommendation. And so in the world of machine learning, math kind of breaks down and similarly so does programming. And I know a lot of junior programmers out there are going to look at me and say, well, how come I'm not coding on my channel? And that's just the thing. You see, senior software engineers mostly don't code anymore. A lot of them spend their time writing design documents, coming up with presentations, routing emails, synergizing, or making YouTube videos. And so when people come to me and say they want to be a software engineer, I'm just not really sure what that means. Do they want to write design docs and route emails? Is that what they mean? Because that's what most senior software engineers do. Or do they mean they want to open up a computer terminal and code their funny stupid little Java projects, public static void mainstream args args abstract abstract factory? And it's like, this is the job of a junior software engineer, maybe, maybe a contractor even. Is that what you want to be? Because that's not going to pay you that much. There's oversaturation too by now. If you haven't noticed, you've got the next billion people from countries like India or China and really the whole world coming in, learning how to code. And this is going to be your competition. Is that what you want to compete with? Not to mention when you go into the job market, there's going to be a lot of diversity efforts that may be working against you because there's going to be all sorts of programs, internships, and learn to code efforts that you probably are going to be excluded from, quite frankly, or make you feel very unwelcome based on your gender and race. And actually, this is one reason that I'm not sure I would encourage my own son, who is an Asian male, that's what he would be classified as, to get into computer programming and would probably be excluded from almost every single high school or college activity that would encourage programming, internships, everything. And it would just be an uphill battle all the way through life. And it just sounds really overcrowded at this point. And this is because programming has become so dumbed down by machine learning that all you have to do these days is wire a few buttons together, change the color, change the font a bit. And this is something almost anybody can do that nowadays employers are selecting based on race and gender rather than actual skill because the higher end skills aren't even going to be needed anymore. Now, I don't think this discussion would be complete if I didn't mention that not everybody's meant to be a programmer. You know, coding is not rocket science, but to say that everybody should code is like saying everybody should be a rocket scientist. And the funny thing is some people seem to think that getting a job as a programmer is like getting a job at Target where you maybe train for three months as a cashier and then you put in your application and suddenly you're getting paid 500K per year and you're surrounded by beautiful women. And it just doesn't work like that, at least not until we get our diversity efforts fully underway. Look, it took me 10 years to get into Google, and most people at Google seem to be in their 30s, so I assume it took them 10 to 15 years as well. It's not that easy, and these are from high-performing individuals, many who have graduated at the top of their universities. And so now you see how good I am, because I was actually the tech lead of these people, which means I had to actually outperform them. So you kind of thought that we were on the same level, right? I look normal, I don't really dress up that well, and so you think I'm relatable, but that's kind of a show that I put on for you guys, just so that you watch me on this channel. But in reality, 
I'm pretty up there. I'm pretty up there. And I know it's easy to underestimate me with my down-to-earth look. My hair, you know, I haven't really combed it or done anything special with it. But I could. And that's the thing, I could. Most people come to me asking which programming language they should learn for 2021. And if you're asking that question, you're already on the wrong track because you probably need three languages, like a front-end language, a back-end language, and a database language. Not to mention you want a bunch of other skills like design, marketing, communication, and possibly 3D math and physics for gaming, or statistics for data science. And so there's this huge long career path you actually have to go down. In order to become a programmer, you have to become a nerd. And most people seem to ignore that fact and want the quick bucks. I've also seen this argument where people will say that coding is their passion. You know, one thing was that when I was working at Google, my engineering manager, he used to be a programmer and he transitioned into a people manager, so he didn't code anymore. I heard that he would still be messing around with coding at home in his own personal time. And that made me realize, and I kind of knew this as well, like I'm pretty smart, is that coding can exist as both a hobby and as a career. So you can do it for fun if you like. And that's totally cool. Like if you enjoy programming games, you can do that as a hobby. But you know, as far as career goes, being a game programmer generally doesn't pay you that well. It's pretty long, tedious hours because there's so much competition from all of the junior engineers. Everybody wants to be a game programmer. So if you want to be a full stack web engineer, for example, as your career, your profession, or even a people manager that may pay you better. And then in your off time, you can do some coding. You don't necessarily have to mix your passion with your actual work. And conversely, some people, they just want to get into coding right away as a professional and they've never even coded a single line in their lives. And that's kind of like saying somebody wants to be a master piano player in an orchestra where they've never even played the piano once. And it's like, maybe you should try making a few small coding projects for fun in your spare time before just telling me that you want to be a programmer, right? Like, see if you even enjoy sitting in front of a computer for 12 hours a day. Most people can't seem to do it because it makes them feel too nerdy. They have to go out shopping after a while. They got to go to the beach, go to the park, make a cupcake, play with their dogs, talk with their friends for three hours. And then they come back home and they have to watch their YouTube videos on why you should not learn to code. So that's the thing. You have to actually want to be a programmer. And then the last thing to understand is that glory was never the domain of the programmer. It is the domain of the entrepreneur. You know, most programmers out there, you never hear about them. You never even see them because they're stuck indoors all the time. If they were to come out, the population of the world would probably double. But it's a good thing that they don't because they're stuck in their basements, reinstalling Arch Linux over and over again, copy and pasting random code from Stack Overflow to their unfinished projects and wondering why it won't compile or trying to fix random bugs in React Native because it's open source and nobody really cares about it anymore. And meanwhile, all of the great war stories that you heard about programmers, people like Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, or myself, you know, people like us, people like us, we were closer to entrepreneurs. We saw opportunities more often than not opened up by new technologies and went after that in order to make impact in the world. So consider that your passion for coding may actually be a passion for success. The craft may not be as important as the result. You know, is the painter passionate about his brush and the colors or about the inspiration that it leaves on his audience? So I would say this, overall, while it's definitely good to understand coding and maybe essential in today's modern day to understand the basics of how software engineering works, you don't necessarily need to be an expert programmer yourself in order to make an impact on this world unless you are so inclined. 
if you want to work at Fang, you don't necessarily have to be a software engineer. They do employ all sorts of people out there. Design, marketing, communications, product manager, HR, sales, people operations, business development. You could be the chef cooking for employees. You could even be the janitor at Google and your benefits may outweigh those of a junior programmer at some basic company. Okay, good chat. And I'm glad we had this talk. You know, I think I've given you a lot to think about and maybe think about how this discussion can change your life. You know, if, if it doesn't change your life, then you want to hold yourself accountable and responsible and just 100% ownership mentality, right? And if you liked the video, please give a like and subscribe. I think you did like the video. I don't see why you wouldn't. So I don't see why you wouldn't give it a like and subscribe. And I'll see you in the next one. Thanks. Bye.